Good morning and welcome everybody. Today is Sunday, May 17th, and this is our first podcast. Yeah. Hi, I'm Mike. And I'm Amanda. And uh, I thought I'd come up with a, a little clever name called uh, AM in the AM. Uh, you know, I, something light. You want to explain it? Uh, yeah, well, A for Amanda, M for Mike, and then obviously AM is in the morning because, you know, morning show, but yeah nothing nothing crazy and uh i have to say it's a it's a good sunday morning i'm glad uh so we're gonna go through some famous people's birthdays that are today uh yeah so uh tony hawk turned 52 uh, on tuesday may 12th actually and the best part uh, about that is I think Amanda has a little bit of a backstory about this. Oh, yeah. I kind of forgot about that. Um, when I was younger, I used to have the Tony Hawk skateboarding game on my Wii, and it came with the whole skateboard and everything, and <laughs> that's really embarrassing. Uh, you, do you remember if you were good at that game? I. The thing is, you couldn't do anything with the skateboard. The only, like... You couldn't do tricks, so, like, everyone was kind of good at it, because you could just, like, tip it, and that's about it. <laughs> uh, uh, Dennis Rodman's birthday was uh, Wednesday, May 13th, and he turned 59, and uh, I have to say, I've gotten into uh, the Last Dance uh, documentary that's uh, viewing on ESPN with uh, the Bulls, and I have to say, Dennis Rodman is quite the character, and... You know, I'm not as up to date on NBA as say Amanda used to be, but uh, I really do enjoy the thing. If anyone hasn't seen it yet, please, I recommend it. I've never seen it. What is it about? It's um, it's about the Bulls, the Bulls basically, and Michael Jordan's uh, when his season and stuff. And there's now going to be ten episodes in the first season, and they're releasing the last episodes actually today, tonight. Where do you watch it on? Uh, ESPN. Oh, okay. And uh, as a matter of fact, Mark Zuckerberg's birthday also. He turned 36 Thursday, May 14th. And, um, you know, Facebook guy. Kind of (laughs) weird. I mean, uh, I've seen the movie about him creating Facebook. Uh, Have you seen the movie? No, I, I literally don't know much about this man at all. Oh, great. Well, <laughs> I'm not into all that type of stuff. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I, I guess I also forgot the list. Stevie Wonder. He turned uh, he turned the whopping 70 on the same day as Dennis Rodman, wow. May 13th. And uh, I don't know if anyone else like is like me, but uh, I went on YouTube and I got down into the dark part of YouTube where there was theory Stevie Wonder's not actually blind. What? Yeah, there was a video actually of Stevie Wonder at a concert and this is real this is a real video i saw and the microphone is falling over and he catches it and it's weird because they're in the middle of a singing like portion of the song and no one informed him that it was falling he grabbed it out of midair and it looked deliberate so there's some theories out there and he's been on talk shows and stuff i had the howard stern show and um he was late for the Howard Stern show, actually, as a matter of fact, once. And uh, he called into the show himself, and he goes, 
hey, Howard, look down out of your window. And he was driving Howard's car. What? Yeah. <laughs> My whole life is a lie. Well, who knows? That's so crazy. Yeah. And, uh, well, uh, I don't know about you, but uh, this this fine morning, I figured I'd I'm in, I'm really obsessed with crumb cake from Wegmans, uh, the cinnamon crumb cake. Isn't that the one you thought you were allergic to? <laughs> no, 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 that's the coffee cake. Oh, gotcha. Uh, yeah, I, I think I have a small allergy to something in coffee cake, but crumb cake, clean as a whistle. <laughs> I'm glad. I like, I don't know, I kind of have the same thing every day for breakfast, except sometimes I have lunch instead of breakfast because I do this thing where I wake up at like, 9 30 10 but I won't get out of bed till like almost 11 and then I'll have like two cups of coffee and that kind of fills me up so then I either won't have a breakfast or I'll just like I don't know it's weird my whole quarantine schedule is so messed up yeah I uh I have to say I'm a, I'm a coffee fiend myself I gotta get that to start off the day yeah so uh, I've heard you've had some uh, interesting dreams this week I mean, I like, I feel like there's this whole thing with everyone having super weird dreams because of quarantine and like how that affects us psychologically and stuff. But like, it's kind of weird how like, this whole like shared experience of like Corona and having to be quarantined can like, make there be common factors between everyone that's experiencing it other than you know, just like being in your house. Yeah, I I have to say there was one specific dream where I ended up getting good grades, but then I woke up and I found out that that might not be the case. <laughs> uh, and uh, with that all being said, I think we should get into some top news stories. So uh, how about you talk about the first story here, Amanda? No, you're the one who found it. All right, fine, fine. I was browsing <laughs> on Reddit and, uh, you know. As no- always go-to site for me an amazing go-to site i have to say um and uh this this uh research that i found it was about reverse aging success and tests with rats is the name of it and i was drawn in immediately because i know a couple of my friends who are at uh, binghamton university it's where i attend um and they do a bunch of things with rats and um reverse aging success in rats and i'm thinking this is crazy because you know everything they do they do with rats and you know it says the plasma from young rats are significantly they significantly set back six different clocks in old rats basically saying like basically they just become younger and i mean it's it's pretty astounding because that could be coming to humans (laughs) What was that statistic that you said about, like, do you remember it about, like, 56 per, like? Yes, uh, and someone, one of the people in the comments was nice enough to uh, dumb things down for people like me. (laughs) No, people like me. Yeah. Uh, The average age reversal over the range of the cells was about 54%, Mm. and it was so extreme, the, actually, the author didn't believe the results, and he had to make sure that he was actually not getting the rats mixed up, so he tagged them. And it's crazy because I just want to live forever. Yeah, I feel like it's kind of sad how rats are like the guinea pigs for every scientific I think hypothesis it's, being tested. 
I don't know exactly why it is, but I feel like rats are also, they share a ton with humans, maybe. And that's they why do. they do. But like, so do monkeys. But I feel like it's more humane to test rats than it is monkeys. It's sad either way, but like, what's really sad is that people can't really accept the fact that like nature is going to take its course. Like, why are we going out of our way to try and reduce our like aging process? Uh, well, we're human. We're curious. Yeah, we're curious, but I feel like people are going to use this for all the wrong reasons. Kind of like plastic surgery. I don't know. I I personally don't really support it. I, you know, support like surgery if it's like necessary for like health reasons, but like just be who you are. Yeah, I I guess I kind of agree with that in the sense that I don't know if I would ever use this if it came to being a human because obviously there's no long-term effects as of right now and who knows if this actually just makes your cells look younger or if it actually does make you younger but they did say that the organs were functioning better and old tissues had the fat reduced in them and mm-hmm. it's it's weird and their memory improved so I... those are some pretty cool features i can't even lie yeah you know they do they do test with rats to see if rats learn better with certain things and stuff and it's just weird to see that there is reverse aging Mm-hmm. And they just take the plasma from a young rat and they put it into an older rat. Mm-hmm. It, it's it's interesting. I mean, I'm sure there's a ton of psychological things that go into that as well. Yeah, for sure. Because I and then and then someone else had made a comment here, which actually spiked my interest too. Now I wonder if you take the plasma from those rats, can you then use that plasma? Wait, can you repeat that? Because you kind of just like blipped. Okay, my bad. I wonder if you could take the plasma from the old rats that have the old, like, hmm. What's the like way the to put old this? rats take... that have the new rats plasma in it? Or the younger yes. rats? Oh, I see what you mean. Like, it's almost like like you can go down the chain. I mean, I don't see why you would do that instead of just using the younger rats plasma, like, on multiple But that's rats. the thing, like, longevity in the sense of, uh, like, could you do it for, uh, like, generations, or would you have to use just a certain generation? No, I think you'd have to use a certain generation, because if you put the younger rat's plasma in the older rat, and then wait some time, that, those cells, too, are going to age. I know, but maybe at a rapid pace. Who knows? It's interesting, that's for sure. Yeah, yeah, for sure. This next one, I feel, the next topic, I feel like you can have a pretty good say on it. I don't really, my my say is mostly kind of, uh, I don't want to say judgmental, but I'm intrigued for sure by the name that Elon Musk and Grimes chose for their child. (laughs) Yeah. I was scrolling through Twitter when I first saw it, and I honestly thought it was like a joke, like, oh, it's Elon Musk and like, you know, some weird name that he would name his child. But then the more I looked into it, I realized that it was actually true and that Grimes actually had more to do with the name for their child. And I was shocked by that fact. And I had to watch the whole video on how to actually pronounce the name and everything. And I mean, it's definitely unique. Oh, for sure. I also never heard of Grimes. I don't know if you had before this. I had. I had. I don't know much about her, but I've I've heard of her here and there. 
Yeah, and uh, Elon Musk is quite the guy as well. He He's doing a lot. You hear about him suing, like, California, basically? No, I've not heard that yet. Some, I, I didn't read much into it, but something to do with them, like, shutting down one of his... I don't even know what it was, but you know how he's, like, doing things with, like... I don't even know. And so he's suing them, and he's, like, moving his main, like... I don't. I honestly don't know, but... <laughs> I, I, you know, fun fact that a lot of people that don't actually know about him is that he's from South Africa. What? He was born in South Africa, yes. So when did he move here? I don't know exactly, but I do know he was born in South Africa. That is something I never would have guessed. Yeah. And also people are forgetting that he actually has, I believe, five other kids. And this is... Just with a new, a new wife. Wow. I don't even know if they're married. Him and Grimes. I don't know. I don't keep up to date with. I. Musk, but... I don't. I don't feel like they're married. I don't know why I say that. I don't know much about them at all. But I just. But Twitter blew up. Yeah, basically, because how could you not with such a name? And if if people don't know the the meaning of the name, uh. I really don't know how to pronounce it. However, you can look up yourself, but... Um, it's, it's X-Ash-A-12. Yeah, and they all mean different things and stuff, but, uh... Like, she explains it on a tweet or whatever, yeah. but it's just weird because part of the name intrigues me because it's named after uh, an aircraft by Lockheed Martin. He, they named their child after <laughs> an aircraft, and it's a non-violent aircraft so it no weapons no defense just speed i i don't know why you would name your your kid that yeah me neither but (laughs) it's their right as parents i guess yeah interesting nonetheless for sure yep and uh obviously you know, with all this staying in home orders and uh, the recent one uh, coming out for uh, New York State to be pushed, I believe, to June 8th. I could be wrong with the exact date, mm-hmm. but New York State's pushed out to June 8th for most districts. Some of them are reopening sooner. Yeah. But uh, that brings us to California, where uh, they're already saying that the university's might cancel most in-person classes this fall yeah which i mean is kind of good because a it will help contain the virus but b it gives their students some sense of closure as to like how they can plan for things to be going forward which we can't really do because long-term things are so like up in the air right now but for them to have that you know strict idea of like what they're gonna need to prepare themselves for i feel like can help a lot yeah i think also though at the same time they're jumping the gun they could be i just feel like with so many unknowns these days it's better to play it on the safe side yeah i mean i don't know i guess they didn't have to release that information this early i mean hypothetically speaking i I know most colleges just ended this past week so for a college campus to already basically be saying that they have nothing 
for the fall. It's 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 wild to me. Yeah, that's true. There's ten campuses across the state that are state schools at least. Mm-hmm. They're talking state schools. Um their main universities rather. And um there's seven hundred seventy thousand students mm-hmm. at the two main university systems. Right. That's a lot of students. I, I, I kinda can't say that uh I necessarily would be willing to go back there because California's the worst state right now, I believe. I think it's New York State, isn't it? Well, either way, they're up there. They are, for sure. I mean And I think they were extended out to July for their stay at home order. Didn't they kind of like loosen up some of the rules at first though and now they're going back? Because I know that there was like a lot of criticism towards some of the governors of certain states i can't remember which for like jumping the gun with like reopening shops and whatnot but yes, i know that I that's mostly that in the toward, south i think that was texas texas in the south mostly the south yeah and they were getting criticized which was i mean rightfully so because the south is doing all wrong currently or reopening everything in my opinion because if everyone wants their summer back and people are protesting in Michigan also. Yeah, so all these protesters South. talking about, like, I want to get my hair cut and everything. I'm like... Everyone wants to get their hair cut. You're not alone, lady. Exactly. Like, we're all in this together. <laughs> yeah, and also, just to add on to this California conversation along, I heard a news story, actually, on, uh, I think I was watching The Five, which is a show on CNN. I, 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 I like the show. <laughs> And they talked about a Dallas hairdresser who got arrested for reopening her shop early and letting people come in. Mm-hmm. And what really piqued my interest was the police department that arrested her, they made her go to court and they told her, uh, the judge like deemed that she all she had to do was apologize and she didn't get a fine or she didn't have to go to jail. But if she didn't apologize... Then she would go to jail and get a fine. Jeez. And she decided not to apologize. What? That's such a simple thing to be doing for such a harsh consequence. Exactly. And it was interesting. She just uh, said no and went on her way and she went to jail. And it was pretty funny because the same police department that arrested her also said that they'll pay her fine for her. What? Weird. That doesn't make sense. Yeah, it's very contradicting. Also, like, I don't know. An apology is such a small price to pay for, like, jail time, in my opinion. And the reasoning why she went was that she needed food at her table for her children. Oh, okay. Which is sweet and all. But I just figured, now you decided not to apologize and stand up for what you believe in. Yeah. Now you have to spend time in jail away from your children no matter what. Yeah, pride kind of got in the way with that one. But I I guess I can't blame her at the same time. Yeah, I mean, I see where she's coming from. And it wasn't just because of, like, how most people are, like, being kind of, like, ignorant, I suppose, and, like, wanting to get their hair cut. But she had an actual valid reason for needing to do what she did. Yeah, but uh, a lot of people are protesting the stay-at-home order, and 
you know, they're saying that children are learning at home and it's difficult. And I figured, you know, maybe we talk a little bit about our experience with some distance learning. And uh, I, I guess I'll let the floor go to you and say how you've adjusted to the distant learning. Honestly, it wasn't that hard of a transition for me just because, I don't know, I feel like I'm pretty good at holding myself responsible anyway. And as long as you can do that, it doesn't make things like this too hard because, you know, you'll be organized and you'll know when things are due and you won't really hold them off too long. But if you're someone who, like, needs to be, you know, more constantly reminded of these things by professors or whatever, then I could see how this has definitely been a difficult transition. Oh, yeah, for sure. I mean... In the same sense, you need to help. You need to hold yourself responsible and stuff. And I think that's the same that goes for college. And some people argue it's worse at home. It's better at home, and they all have their reasons. And I think my specific reason is it's better because at college, I think I have more distractions. Yeah. I mean, I can go and hang out with friends, stay up late at night, do whatever I want. It's at home. I'm stuck at my house. I can't see said friends. The only difference is my classes. I don't really necessarily have to, you know, look up at the board and pretend like I'm caring. I can sit on my phone or not even attend the lecture now. It doesn't matter. Yeah, I completely agree with that. Like most of my, almost all the syllabuses for my syllabi, well, for my classes changed once we went to distance learning because they just didn't want to work the same because they knew that this would probably be difficult for most students. So like, now things are a lot more lenient, which gives me a lot more time to do absolutely nothing. Yeah, I mean, also the, the biggest complaint out of people is the access to technology. I'm grateful that I have the access to the technology, but other people don't, and they struggle in that field too, so it's it's all something new. Yeah, I know that there are a lot of programs and scholarships going on at schools for like people to win laptops or like schools have like laptops that kids can like um borrow and like I'm not really sure how it works because I never really that's actually the case at a high school level uh, my old high school you signed out and you got a Chromebook for the rest of the school year mm -hmm. and it was pretty sweet exactly yeah they're uh, most institutions are doing the best they can to try and help everyone out in these times and I think the biggest one is the pass fail system oh my god they're yeah. allowing Wow. You're allowed to take a pass on a class if you get a D or above, and it counts toward your GPA. It doesn't count toward your GPA, but it counts toward your degree. Mm -hmm. And I know some universities aren't doing this, but uh, ours is, and I'm only going to take advantage of this system if the grade is below my current GPA. When do you have to decide that by? You have all summer to decide. Oh, wow. Wow, they're being really generous. Oh, yeah. So, and you can wait until, I believe it's even right before the next fall to change your grade. Wow, that's crazy. I mean, I got the email about, you know, if I wanted to opt into like pass fail and whatnot, but like, I, I don't really want to because I, I have generally pretty good grades. So I wouldn't really mind that they went into my GPA. And also because it's not really recommended that people with certain majors go with the pass fail route so i was just i read the email but i didn't really fully read it but also 
really depends on what grade you have. Like, uh, like if you're taking a core class, like let's say, so I'm a math major, and let's just say that I needed Calc three. I already, I don't, but I passed it already. But let's say I did, and I got a D in it. Technically speaking, this semester I could pass it and move on. But I don't know if I do all too hot in the next level math yeah. if I got a D <laughs> on the on the class that I needed. Yeah, that's true. That's true. So while it helps some students, it also harms them inadvertently for the future. Yeah, that's something that, you know, you have to hold yourself accountable for and you really have to know your limitations on that one personally. Oh, for sure. And, you know, I'd say the distance learning, whether it goes into effect next fall or not, really mad. I, I haven't put much thought into it. I have. Ooh. Well, then, what, what, what do you think? Not just, like, the distance learning, per se, but just the fact that, you know, we're not going to be living at Bang and, like, not going to be at home. Like, the fact that I might still be here next semester is, is kind of sad. Like, I, there are a lot of things that I miss about being able to be so independent there that I definitely think about very often. Oh, yes, uh, for sure. I mean, you have a lot of independence off off at college as compared to being at home in the sense that you know you're not surrounded by mom and dad yeah basically (laughs) yeah and uh, I guess I guess that's something I will just keep in mind as I move forward for uh, the summertime and something I can hopefully reflect on um and also, next week, we'll uh, have a discussion about uh, the same top news stories. Uh, well, not the same, but top news stories. Uh, try getting a couple in there. And uh, we talked this week about some distant learning. And I hope we can talk about, uh, we're going to watch a movie this upcoming week, uh, The Wolf of Wall Street. And we're going to give a review on that. So if you haven't heard it, uh, I recommend you don't listen to us if you don't want spoilers. But I I mean, the movie's been out since 2013, so I really hope. <laughs> I feel that like we're the last it. ones who haven't watched it. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I've heard about it. Me too. But I heard it. I heard good things. That's why I feel like it's nice for us to watch. And we have some other things planned for other weeks. Believe it or not, I'm gonna try going vegetarian. <laughs> if you know me, I don't think I can ever do that. But we're gonna try. <laughs> it was kind of my fault, my idea. Yeah, and uh, we. Well, I also want to try some new breakfast foods because, you know, morning show. I'm excited for that one. I love eating. Yeah, I I, I have to say that I, I kind of like sugary things, so I'm hoping we choose Oh, my those. God. No, your palate is so sugar-based, and I'm so the opposite. <laughs> We're going <laughs> to clash there, but we'll see how that goes. Yeah, and uh, if anyone else wants to watch uh, The Wolf of Wall Street, Go right ahead. Feel free to uh, message me on any social media or via text or message Amanda <laughs> about you what you thought of the movie. Maybe we'll include, well, not maybe, we will include comments if you want to include some comments about the movie yeah, sure. into the next podcast. And uh, on that note, we're going to call it a wrap and We'll call that the podcast. So uh, I'm signing out. I'm Mike. I am Amanda, and thank you for listening. Peace. <laughs>